The American journalist Bill Moyers said, Creativity is piercing the mundane to find the marvelous. In this episode, we soak in what is common and overlooked to discover the creative potential in our mundane lives. Welcome to Starling. I'm Amy Markham. Thanks for joining me here to connect with your creative practice. So I was thinking back over previous episodes and I realized I left out something kind of important. Uh, We haven't actually really talked about what it means to be creative or what creativity actually is. So I want to take a moment to just have us think about that. Most people connect creativity to ideas like uh, originality, innovation, novelty, even our own individuality. Each of you probably have your own understanding of what it means to be a creative person. In both my own artistic endeavors and my life as a teacher, I've started to realize how limiting it can be to think creatively, which I know sounds really odd coming from someone who's encouraging creativity and working actively with it. But it doesn't seem possible, right, that creativity is limiting, but it should be expanding. And of course, in actuality, it is. But when we place a value judgment on an idea or action being creative, we have already limited it. Believing that a concept has to be original or imaginative can make us abandon good ideas simply because they seem too basic in the moment. Trying to, quote-unquote, be creative can actually stop thinking completely. It can limit our output. Fear that our ideas are not unique enough make what should be limitless, limited. Fear of not being creative can stop us from creating at all, when it is actually important to gain our footing in this mundane world and simplistic ideas so that we can build on them and expand. So how do we know if what we are doing is creative? First, consider this. Creativity is all relative. The originality of an idea depends a lot on what our experience in the world has been. Things that seem like common sense to one person can be revolutionary to another. And things like age, uh, geographical location, family history, IQ and EQ, all of those things are part of the factors that make our creativity more or less vital. Think about American cuisine for a moment. We live in the land of meat and potatoes and fast food. So when spices like that, that are used in Thai food or Indian food are used, it can seem unique and exotic. But in all truth and actuality, it's very common, definitely very common in Thailand or India. So it just depends on where you're from and what your perspective is as to something being creative or original. Think for a moment about the age factor. We become more close to creative thinking as we get older. And there's that famous experiment about the paperclip. You give someone a paperclip and tell them to come up with as many uses as possible for that paperclip. 
If you have young children, I highly suggest giving them this opportunity because watching it is really interesting and you can learn a lot from them. But studies have shown that young children will come up with literally like hundreds of uses, whereas the average adult will struggle to even come up with 10. This is because by a certain age, we all know what a paperclip is used for and that knowing that concrete thinking limits us and it stops us from being able to think creatively. We can't see past our basic assumptions, whereas children, children in a thought experiment like this, think of really unique things like changing the scale of the paperclip or the material that it's made from to give us more options of how it could be used. Our mindset is often in not so tightly tied that we have to figure out how to loosen it to free up some creative potential. Our overall life experience can either help or hinder our creativity as well. Take a moment and consider your background. For me, I grew up in Lynchburg, Virginia. It's a pretty small town with not a lot going on, not much for teenagers to do. So we had to find things to do, invent things, That meant joining local garage bands, designing our own clothes, making up scavenger hunts to go around and keep us busy. Boredom is actually creativity's best friend. When we are bored, our mind can wander and consider new options. I often think that if I had grown up with the world at my fingertips, that I may not have become an artist at all. There's this whole like consumer or creator thing If you have the ability to be surrounded by tons of options and all the resources that you need, you may not have to be creative. Think about your upbringing, your location, your place in history, the people that surrounded you, and think about how that affects your creative understandings. I know for sure that if I had had the internet and all that it offers a kid, it would have been both a blessing and a curse. A blessing in that it would have made me able to discover and learn about all the things that interested me. It would have probably given me a head start on the whole art thing, because I can tell you I watch my students, and if they want to learn to draw something, it's at their fingertips. They can just go online and figure it out. It would have also made it easier for me to figure out that I wasn't alone and that there were others like me out there. But it would have been a curse in a way and the fact that it would have probably made me more of a consumer and less of a creator. So, how are you creative? Are you creative? What does that mean to you to be creative? What is creativity? How can you follow your threads and see how your creative thinking developed? Are there knots in there that you need to untie to be able to expand your own creative abilities? Also, Who can you point to in your life that you think of as someone who's creative? I mean this both in your personal, daily interactions with people and with famous people and people in the world in general. Who can you think of that you consider creative? How do you see this creativity expressing in others? Being an artist doesn't make you creative. And I know that sounds odd because... Society always points to the artist as the people that are creative. But the truth is, that lady at the grocery store checking you out through the checkout line could be just as 
or more creative than any artist that you know. But creativity is not at all limited in the way we think it is. So take a moment and really think about who do you know who's creative? Why do you think that? And what about them enabled that creative way of being? An important aspect to creativity is self-reflection. And while I hear a lot about this being discussed in our culture, I rarely actually see it in practice. Because this means being able to let go of what you see as your identity, even for a few moments, and really step outside yourself and look at who you are critically. Look at the way you think. You have to take off that mask that you've fixed to your face and look through the patterns that limit you. You have to look for bias and things that can keep you from potential. This is one of the most important aspects of learning to think creatively. It's hard, and the truth is, a lot of people bucket this idea because they don't like to take off that mask they're wearing. But connecting to our most creative self means dropping that mask and occasionally taking that long, hard look at the source of who you are and where you came from. Knowing why you are stuck in your thinking in a certain way will break you out of your doldrums and break creative boundaries. That whole idea of thinking outside of the box, most people think that you're talking about an actual box. They envision a box. But the truth is, you're the box. You are the box that you have to learn to get outside of and see yourself. Think outside of yourself and you can go anywhere. While you're out there, try to see the environment that you're embedded in fully and how that has influenced not only your artistic understandings, but your overall ideas, your unconscious bias, limited thinking patterns that you may have that could be holding you back from your best creative ideas, from your best potential, all potential. In this week's practices, I'm going to recommend that we do some work on deepening our understanding of creativity by making observations that go along with that idea of looking outside of ourselves. In every moment, people are making choices about how they approach life. Often it feels like there's very little creativity in our day-to-day lives, but that's not true. In actuality, everything we do has a creative choice embedded in it. There are tiny little personal expressions in every small action that we take. In every moment, effortlessly, we create our daily rituals and routines. You have probably already made a ton of these creative choices today without even a thought about it. During the next week, we're going to have to pull out our sketchbooks and journals and consider taking some notes, documenting and observing how others live their daily lives, and noticing the small creative choices that are made in mundane moments. By observing and seeing this process unfold in others and the way they approach the world, we can learn about the small choices that we're making. We can really start to notice the magic that's embedded in our mundane. Really notice all the creation that's happening all around you at any given moment. So notice things like how do your coworkers arrange their workspace? 
Notice the way the people in your lives costume themselves with their clothing choices. If you have children, observe their approach to daily tasks, like brushing their teeth. At the grocery store, observe how others place things in their shopping cart. Do they use the child seat or the big basket? Or maybe they don't use a cart at all and they just carry around a lot of stuff in their arms. That's always interesting. Um, But once you start these observations, you're going to see all sorts of originality and creativity in these simple acts. There are so many little ways that we are all individually expressing through our basic tasks. Learning to see the beauty in simple actions can awaken something within us and spark a desire to create something that honors the mundane. Instead of spending too much time trying to be creative, simply observing living itself as a creative action can be very freeing. And I know I mention Marcel Duchamp a lot, but he really was one of my inspirations for developing these practices to deepen creative living. He knew that we live our lives in an act of creation. Actually, it is the main act of creation that allows all other art to flow forth. Our life enables our creativity, or it limits it. How we look at basic day-to-day life and what we focus on or look to decides what we can see. Duchamp looked around at his own life, and he found what he called ready-mades, objects that were already part of our world that had their own inherent artistic value, that were often overlooked because they were mass-produced or utilitarian in their function. But according to Duchamp, an ordinary object could be elevated to the dignity of a work of art by the mere choice of an artist. In this way of thinking, everything becomes art, regardless of its form or its function, But because we as artists decided that something has artistic value or meaning. Duchamp used things like stools and bike wheels, bottle racks. And the one that brought him the most uh, notoriety and um, disdain was a urinal. I'm going to make sure that I include some images and some links for information within the show notes. Just follow my regular link and it will take you to uh, some images of his ready-mades. As you're making your observations in the mundane this week, perhaps you could find creative value in that idea of the ready-made. That could translate into noticing objects that you find beauty in, as well as mundane actions of those around you, or relationships between an object and the way people interact with it. No one else is living their life in the exact same way. Everyone is doing something that is personal and unique and individual to them, even all those Stepford wives out there. Everyone and everything is part of this creative process that we call living, so take notice. But don't be a creeper or anything. Just make your observations. Really do look at things all week and figure out what you see, what comes to you when you're starting to try to see the beauty and the magic in simple everyday life. You could take notes, you could use photography for this or video 
You could make a vlog about the practice that you're doing here. This is a process and it's an ongoing awareness that you're looking to develop here. This isn't something that you just make an observation and you're done. You look for it and you live in this awareness. Hopefully you'll just start it this week and it will continue. You may find that this process of noticing, this process of observing in the mundane can inspire creation. If you make a sketch, it could lead to a painting. If you take some notes, it could inspire lyrics for a song or an opening for a story. The way someone else moves could inspire a dance. Be open to whatever comes from this dive into the ordinary creative world. So let me go over some of the practices. Observe and make notes about the mundane world. Find acts of creation in seemingly uncreative environments and moments. What do you find beautiful that others might consider basic? Think about that ready-made idea. Do you see any overlooked objects that are beautiful, worthy of notice as an object of art? Take a moment and play that paperclip game. Come up with as many uses as you can think of for a paperclip. Or better yet, better yet, think about that ready-made choice of yours. Pick that object that you found beauty in and then come up with all sorts of new purposes and uses for that thing. Reflect on your own observations and discoveries. How did these observations in the mundane connect to your understanding of yourself See if those observations spark ideas to develop new works of art, and if so, share how you developed these ideas and what you've discovered in the mundane. Creativity can take us to such great heights, but it needs to be grounded with some solid footing here in the muggle world. Artists of all kinds find inspiration here through observation and focused awareness. Inspiration can come from things that we often overlook or dismiss, but if we pause and give attention, we can see a new level of detail and moments rich with opportunity for experience. Experiences that need to be creatively explored, the ones that show genuine human beauty that is as important to our creative understanding as is our imagination. Just think about beauty in simple pottery and place settings, or the way cast shadows fall through a landscape at sunrise or sunset, the dances of young children waiting at bus stops for the first day of school. Personally, I'm looking forward to doing this practice because tomorrow morning I get up and the first day of the new school year starts. So it is a great time for me to be really aware and observing what's going on in the ordinary world around me at all times. I did start to think about all the different ways that mundane living uh, has inspired acts of creation. I thought about Andy Warhol's movie where he just recorded a guy sleeping for eight hours. And I thought a lot about how almost every song I could think of had some ode or memorial to everyday living and being human in this simple place. Um, Even when it's not that simple, I guess. 
So I, of course, have made my own playlist, but what I'd really like for you guys to do this week for me is let me know songs that you think of that are inspired by mundane living um, and share them with me. Let me know what you think of as far as other works of art that are inspired by ordinary daily life. Uh, you can share all that with me at my Facebook page, Starling Creative Living, on Instagram at the Starling Creative, or on Twitter at Art Teacher Amy. I will, of course, be leaving um, in the show notes a link to information about things that I have discussed here, including ready-mades. I'll recap the practices and put in just a few extras, and um, I hope that you will go check that out. Um, I also want to ask, I appreciate reviews and ratings, but one of the things that I've been thinking is the way I find new stuff to listen to is someone recommends it. So if you get a chance this week and you can think of someone who would appreciate the discussions that we have here, share Starling with them um, because it's a great way for me to maybe get this little blackbird to sing a little louder. So I would really appreciate that. As always, I want to thank you for being here to connect with your creative practice. I hope that you find some amazing inspiration in the mundane and make some unique, interesting observations in places that you may not have thought to look before. Thanks again, and as always, enjoy your practice.